Hi, my name is Meg Lamb. And I'm Walt Rogers. And you're listening to This This Isn't Isn't Working, Working. where we discuss relationships and how they can become what you really want. Meg and I started this podcast because we realized that our own internal stories were the only things preventing us from being happy, satisfied, and fulfilled in relationships. So if you're thinking, this This isn't isn't working, working, is it time for a change? Context is the beautiful cafe in Beatrix, Oakbrook. We bought the teas we love. Uh, Meg had to go to the bathroom, she said, and I sat down and um, drank all the teas, both, uh, in the 20-minute interlude. And Meg came out and said, Thanks for the introduction, (laughs) Rogers. Well, gives context. We went to Beatrix, and as soon as we arrived, I realized that my stomach was very upset and I had to go to the bathroom. So I said, Rogers, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I left. And it was about 20 minutes before I came back. And when I came back, I said, my stomach is really upset. And Walt says, would you like to go now? And I said, I would. And he said, "Can would you mind if I just finish these last gulps of let the tea. Let me just finish this tea. Yeah, well, let me just finish this tea. And I said, I agreed. And that was my bad. I should have been like, no, I have to go right now. Because my stomach was so upset. I was very worried that I was going to have, well, why I went to the bathroom was because I had a bout of diarrhea. And I was very worried that it was going to happen again. And so instead of saying, I'd really like to go right now, I was just like, I didn't say anything. I just like held my breath. I was like, "Mm, okay. And you know, I mean, I have an upset stomach. And then I asked her if she wants to go. Uh, That's doesn't mean like, I got to go now. It's like, Hey, let me finish these. And so in the, as we're walking to the car in the parking lot, Meg kind of gave me a, uh, you know, a left jab about, Hey, you didn't, you didn't leave when I said, you know, I hope you enjoyed the tea. Something like that. I yeah, I wish I could remember exactly. I don't remember. I it was a snide comment. It was snide. And I was like, you know, ah, oh, you know, I mean, we had we had looked forward to this nice time together at Beatrix. It's a great cafe. We look forward to it. And all of a sudden it's just, you know, vaporized. And I was just trying to figure out my feelings. Uh, and then I get this, you know, left jab. I'm like, ah. I didn't say anything, though. That's So here now is my bad. Uh, I should have turned to Megan and said, man, you just changed the whole whole fabric of the evening. You know, so I tried to salvage just the last gulps of tea. And you're you're coming at me right now. I I don't get this. Because I didn't. I don't understand. You know, upset stomach is not immediately, oh, my God, we got to run away. So I was confused. And instead of having the satch, the courage to say to Megan, I really feel uh, cheated here. I just did the silent thing. You know, tried to like do the best I could and not come after her, but also run away, which is not helpful. And that's my uh, aspect of this isn't working. That didn't work. It never does. Whenever I leave, then it takes hours to figure out what actually happened because I've left. And that's a waste of energy. Here's what doesn't work for me. When I 
am upset because I wanted to go. I really wanted to go. As I said, I was worried. And so we're walking back to the car. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, Rogers, I'm so, I feel so sick. I have diarrhea. I really, I just really need you to support me right now. Instead of asking directly for what I want and being vulnerable and risking saying, I really need you to just love and support me right now. Can we just go home and lay on the couch and you rub my head because, you know, I feel so awful. Instead of risking that, I just jab because I'm not getting what I want. And I'm kind of like poking at the fact that he's like not meeting my desires, my standards that I have set only in my head. So I haven't really expressed them. I haven't even given him an opportunity to be helpful in this instance, right? I just have an expectation that he hasn't fulfilled. And then I poke at it or jab at it, as he said, when it hasn't turned out the way I'd like. And here's the, here's the, uh, what doesn't work in our relationship. And it does keep coming up. It's one hurt child, uh, hits another. So when I am disappointed that the evening is over after 20 minutes of being alone in the cafe, you know, it's a beautiful place, really. Uh, and we know how Walt keeps talking about beautiful beautiful places. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, so I'm hurt by that. And then w- when I get that jab, you know, Meg called it poking. When I get that, then it's my little child who feels it. And my adult doesn't just say, okay, okay, relax. Something is going on with this woman whom you love. And you do love her. That's the adult response. So don't go into a hurt child, which I did. I just, you know, clammed up, which is most times helpful, uh, you know, because you don't want to lash out. because That just adds pain to pain. Yeah, fire to the fire. Yeah. On the other hand, this isn't working podcast is for the best result. And the best thing to be is vulnerable and not let the little child drive the bus and to say, why are, Why did you just say that? Why did you just tease me about finishing the tea when the whole evening is evaporated? You know, um, and say that not in an accusatory way, but say that in like, I am. Uh, I'm disappointed. I'm I in pain. We right. What happened? Right. I wish we could have stayed, Megan. I love your company, and now it's gone. I was really looking forward to this date. What happened? Right. That would have been the adult response, but instead, I got a child who then clams up, and so you know, we get in the car, we drive. It's mostly silent, and I'm you know being proud of myself for not attacking, which is also a false. Criteria. No, that's actually good because, of course, we don't want to attack other people because, like you said, adding fodder to that fire never really is beneficial. It never adds anything to the relationship. Okay, so I've graduated from that. But again, we want to go further. What's the best response? What would work best in regard to what isn't working? But I also want to say about me, I know that Walt doesn't mean you know, like when we're in Beatrix and I need to leave and he's finishing the tea, I know that he would never intentionally do anything that would cause me harm or pain or, you know, be like, oh, screw you. I don't care that you want to leave. Like, I want to finish this tea. I know that about him. But because I'm so panicked and I'm in this state, 
I physiological. Yeah, physiological state, which becomes psychological as I get more worried about it and anxious. Um, you know, then I am not in a centered place where I'm not addressing, I'm not seeing him through that lens of supportive. I'm like now attacking instead of being risking being vulnerable. That's what my inner child does, you know, is like lash out because she feels unprotected or I as an adult lash out in protection of the inner child. And my inner child, uh, as a man, uh, runs away, hides. No, I'm not coming out. Uh Uh-uh. You're not getting anything from me. And so what eventually we came to. After 30 minutes in a parking lot, we just. After 30 minutes in your driveway. Right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. But I knew that Walt, that I had wounded him somehow by what I had said. And of course I knew that because the minute that I lashed out, I knew that it was something that I didn't want to do. I think we all have that. When we have that snap, fiery, jabby, pokey response, almost immediately for me, and I'm sure for many of you, I'm like, ah, shit, I didn't want to say that. Like, that's not how I wanted to present what's happening with me. Right. So then, yes, we drove home a lot in silence. I'm very introspective and I know that Walt is feeling wounded. And I'm guarding myself. You know, it's hardly a uh, courageous stance, but I'm guarding myself. Understandably. And making sure that she's okay. Now, I want to, I don't know, apologize if it sounds like it's Tempest in a teapot. You know, like, hey, man, this is just a little. You, so so she made fun of you for drinking the extra tea? Like, well, you get over it. What I want to say here is wh- the reason why it seems like so much is at stake between us is because I love her this much. I don't ever want to feel separate from her. I don't ever want to f- seem as though I was uncaring and didn't, it didn't matter to me that she wanted something and I refused to provide it. I I don't want that. That's the this isn't working. That's why I do this podcast. Because I love her in this way. And I think it's worth continually trying to improve. Evolve, absolutely. And for me too. And so I don't want to have that part of me that feels neglected or abandoned drive the bus. I know that that's not Walt's intention. So I don't want that to be the personality that's coming out. Like, cause that's my filter in that moment where I'm poking, right? Like you neglected me, you abandoned me, you didn't care that I'm sick. And I know that that's not true in my heart of hearts. I know that that's an illusion of sorts, but I'm feeling I'm not willing to risk in that moment being that vulnerable. And that's where we always have the misstep. When one of us isn't willing to take the risk to trust that the other person will listen and love us enough to support us and ask for the support directly that we need. And when that happens, it's a beautiful thing. And what happens, you know, the the reason why uh, we do the podcast and the topics of the podcast is typically when one of us is not being straightforward and vulnerable and honest and courageous, the other one responds in kind. Absolutely. <laughs> Every time. It's so bad. Not, you know, sometimes 
One person rises up to, and meets the challenge sometimes. Well, so this is what happened in the driveway as we just right. diverged. We, right. But that is what happened in the driveway was that I knew that something was happening with Walt on the ride home. I was trying to ask. I was asking questions in a way that I was hoping wasn't triggering more retreat and withdrawal in him. Trying to make this space safe now. And so, of course, we're both observing each other. I realize she is... And ourselves. She is exactly... She is asking safe questions. And so I'm slowly creeping out from behind the door. The little Walt. You know, just trying to say, okay, okay, this is going to be okay. She didn't mean to be mean uh, or cheap. So... And and the main, so what I'm doing really in the time from driving from the cafe to my driveway where we're going to have this talk is I am constantly reaffirming and reassuring myself that I truly and deeply love this woman and there's nothing that she would ever do to intentionally hurt me. So come out from behind the door. (laughs) And what I'm doing is telling myself, reminding myself, first of all, I'm coming to a centered place, right? Realizing what I did was not how I wanted to behave and having compassion for myself in that instance, because what I started to do was really abuse myself or like, you know, yell at myself or say, why did you do that? Why would you have treated him that way? That's not what you wanted. You know, he didn't, you know, so I have to turn that around, right? Or else that that can also be very ugly. So I recognize what I did that I didn't want to do. I come to a centered place. And then I have to reassure myself and remind myself that Rogers is, in fact, this one of the safest places I have in my life. And if I want a relationship like the one we're building continuously, I have to... I want it to be a place of safety. I want it to be a place where I can risk. I want it to be a place where I can be vulnerable. And so I have to be willing to do that. And so then when we get to the driveway, I'm beginning to start to say all of the things that were really happening and, you know, being embarrassed about having diarrhea and being embarrassed about having to go and then talking about previous times in my life when, You know, when you're a child and you have accidents and things like that happen and it just triggers all those, you know, responses in you and it, and then you're in an emotional state where you're not necessarily being vulnerable or present in the moment. Right. And that's when I get defensive and I kind of just, I don't withdraw so much. I get more like angry. Right. Right. Uh, you know, the good thing about our relationship, in my opinion, is we did not get out of the car until we clarified the deepest parts that were in us at that moment. Agreed. And in a non-accusatory way. Absolutely non-accusatory. And, you know, we definitely have differences, not just as a man and a woman, but just as our take on life. Megan uh, will attack herself. You know, she doesn't, uh, you know, she'll do like maybe little snide things, but she, in the end, will just start attacking herself. Uh, me, uh, I will run away and hide and um, just completely shut down. 
Now, the thing that for me is worth mentioning is that through Megan's love for me, through all the times in these past five years that I have shut down and she has stayed there and been virtually at all times loving, gentle, and kind to me, I have really been able to say, you don't need to shut down here, bro. Come on. Come on. There's there's nothing really dangerous. And so that's the point I got to in the driveway. There's nothing dangerous. There's nothing that really happened. Megan would never, you know, intentionally hurt you. So if that's the case, what's going on? And then I was able to listen and boy, did it come out with Megan of what this triggered. It was shocking to me. And then... What happened as a result of that is like a flower, right? All the petals just started to open. And as I'm opening, then Walt is then able to share from his space too of an experience or experiences in his past where when people are sick, they're kind of grouchy and, you know, cross was the word he used. And then I was able to ask, okay, how have I been cross with you? You know, like now we're in a place where we're able to share without being defensive, without feeling that we either of us have done anything wrong, but wanting to come to a place of, of merging. And when that happens, now we're both in a place of understanding each other in a more full, fully expressed way. And so now we're deeply connected. Deeply Whereas con- before, we're like, uh, Absolutely no, we were we were on separate ships. Yeah. You know, certainly the same ocean, separate ships, observing through binoculars uh the other person. You know, one of the things that And guessing then if we have no idea really. Yeah. I mean one of the things again, one of the takeaways is it is always worth it to be vulnerable. It is always worth it to face those habits and patterns of me. When I see, oh, I'm running behind the door again. Oh, I'm looking for a good reason to blame Megan. Ah, doesn't help. So my question is for the listeners, what isn't working for you in this regard? Like in your relationships with whomever it is. Is it your parents? Is it your children? Is it your partner? Is it your employees? Is it your employers? What isn't working in terms of what are you hiding that if you could express would help someone more fully understand you and therefore create a deeper connection. And for the things that you may like to express, for me, it ties into expectations, unmet expectations, unmet and uncommunicated expectations. Which we will absolutely do another podcast on. Yes. So thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love having you. Doing this podcast has given Meg and I the chance to face issues both on and off the air. Because it has challenged us to be more transparent and direct, the podcast has really strengthened our relationship. Are there topics or questions you'd like us to cover? What do you want to know about strengthening your relationship? Would you like to work further with us? If so, send us an email at meg at meglam.net.